0: good evening and welcome to the unbelievably um, 47th madaxman.com podcast this is a continuation from about 10 weeks ago we've had a bit of a hiatus while lockdown's been stopped but um it's coming over the horizon in fact for many of us it's already here yet again in in london where we're all based so we've got the team back together and here we are joining in having a chat about painting gaming all sorts of other rubbish and quite a long discursive chat about battle empire so sit back enjoy the podcast all the familiar faces or possibly voices are here again and um, here it is it's coming for you now this means war, this means war. oh my god we're back um after possibly far too long or possibly far too short Hello. a
1: Hello. They're,
0: they're all here, disciplines already broken down with um with with whatever it was, six, eight, ten weeks of pretending that we we're all right and, and going out and having five pounds off a McDonald's Happy Meal. And now, as we um as we seemingly approach yet another world of lockdown, we thought it's time to resurrect or resuscitate or or dig up from from whatever um box of slightly um bashed up old bits of kit that we we can find regurgitating regurgitating the lead pile of the mad axman weekly podcast with the same astonishingly erudite intellectual good looking stylish bunch of um jesus looking on the screen who are you oh my god um well people (laughs) people possibly generously generously speaking so um we've got the full set so um without further ado i guess let's just wade straight into trying to remember what we used to do in the past which i think started off with something about what have you been painting in the last week which now could possibly be what have you been painting in the last what six weeks eight weeks i, I you know my life moves on personally but um but i but i can vaguely remember episode 20 of the lockdown series so i think it's about it's ten, week, nine or ten weeks probably nine or ten weeks amazing yeah We've all been out, we've got sunshine, we've got amazing tans. No, um, and speaking of that, um, Simon, Lee Ray-Mayer, give us some of your, you know, tell us your Australian view of how wonderful the tanning season has been this summer in London. Yeah, has, it, has it stopped you painting? Yeah, thank yeah.
2: <laughs> God. Um, so a few things we've been painting. Um, going for a very historical army. Uh, I've been painting a 10 mil fantasy dwarf army for ADLG.
0: What? <laughs> right. Is that, is that something you, what, you found out the back of a sofa or? Yeah. Well, it, it, if they're 10 mil right. dwarfs,
1: does that make them 5 mil?
0: No, no, it, it
2: started off as a 6 mil army, but because of COVID what? and there were a few bags of Doritos that became a 10 mil army.
0: Um, <laughs> no, you, you fattened yeah. them up, what was that you're saying? They ate too many Doritos. So there were gnomes, but you turned them into dwarves. No, so
2: towards the end of lockdown part one, Andy and I were talking about you know, what random things could, could you do and Andy, Andy mentioned that he had in the ba- um, back of his wargaming cupboard a whole bunch of Warmaster master um, 10 mil armies that he was thinking about how could, how could you use those in ADLG there may have been some money exchanged
0: ah there was, a, there was a furtive meeting then
2: Yeah. Things uh, passed
0: and, beneath the table yep.
2: elephants were involved as well Yep, right. and there may have been a visit to Pendragon and Eureka Miniatures who have got some very nice 10mm um, figures, and I now have a 10mm Dwarf Army. with. So, you, her-
0: so you've expanded a Master original Dwarf Army by yeah. buying extra figures from two other manufacturers?
2: Yep. So I know it's heresy. I know all the GW uh, fanboys will be unhappy. I've mixed alternative brand, but... They look good and I don't care.
0: Um, so when, when you're talking 10 mil dwarves, is there a, is there a massive difference in height between, <laughs> between the figures from the different manufacturers? Is it noticeable? Is it like 28s and 25s? Uh, have we just made them different clams? Yeah.
2: No, what I've done is um, that you can see the difference. So the Warmaster ones, they're, they're more of, you, you buy a strip of like- a Yeah, six for the things. heavy
3: guys. Yep. They fit on
2: a 40 mil wide frontage. The Pendragon ones are all single figures. So I've used the more linear ones to represent mass rank swordsmen. You know, dwarves uh, yeah, all have big uh, hammers or uh, axes. Swordsmen, two-handed choppers. And... Um,
0: someone more- said chocolate.
2: No,
3: choppers.
0: Yes,
2: please, chocolate. I
4: thought someone said chocolate. No,
3: we're talking about dwarves, love. <laughs> Definitely.
4: Chocolate dwarves? No, ah, I can no, see no, them no. on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Yeah, giants.
0: Dwarves are too small. Especially if they're made out of chocolate. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, but who wants a chocolate dwarf? I can have a chocolate giant. Who wants well you've got chocolate? to have
0: something for Halloween.
4: <laughs> you have to keep I've got my head. own Halloween monster here. <laughs> it all depends what scale <laughs> it, what scale now? You can have a you can have a one fit th- th- wants twelve scale dwarf which is larger than a one to 72nd scale giant, so. That's true, that's true.
3: Yeah, I think it needs to be said also that Simon's um, Dwarf Army is basically a sort of a, what you'd get if you came to a nuclear um, contaminated zoo being herded by a group
0: of dwarves. I'm I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, (laughs) Andy, can can you put your wife back on? Because I think she makes a lot more sense than you. Um, I don't even know what that means. Um, That goes
4: without saying. Well, of
0: course it does. Of course it does. Um, (laughs) Does he ever
4: tell you about the first war game he ever played? It was a naval battle. And he spent ages explaining to me how it worked.
0: And then I beat
4: him. Yeah, no oh, way, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic,
0: fantastic. Romance, it, romance isn't dead, is it? It's um, you yeah, retired. Yeah. So, uh,
1: Andy, that, that gonna... was a hell of a first date. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> I've got
0: a feeling no, we're First date, need you a dropped the suitcase on my foot at an airport. That's a different story. That's yes. Yeah. We are going to need a new theme tune for this section, aren't we? Um, but, Simon, <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> Going back to painting figures because I was going to say these Temple Dwarves. They sort of like quite short and podgy with beards.
2: Yeah, so there. I've
5: pro- got some um, Mike's model Vikings that would probably sit, fit in really well if you want. That's <laughs> probably true. Yeah.
0: Probably, yeah. Have
3: yeah, they, look, they look
0: kind of Viking-ish. Vikings. Yeah. Have you yeah. genuinely got some Mike's models Vikings? Yeah. No, I made up. No, that's good. Okay, that's
1: fantastic. Can you actually tell the difference at ten mil between the different manufacturers? Because ten mil is tiny.
2: You can do, yeah, so you can, you can definitely see the difference between the Eureka miniatures, the uh, Pendragon, and the GW ones. The Pendragon have a lot more detail to them. Yeah, they're quite detailed. The, um, the GW ones are very nice as well, but being more senior, uh, on a strip, you can't do as much with them, but they all look quite good, and when you look at them on the table, like, um, Tim, what you've done with your Tim and Napoleonic Army, you do them on max, you look at it and go, That's actually not half bad. So, uh, i right. do three ranks. Have, the, have you had
1: to increase your glasses prescription after painting them? Because it sounds like they just do my eyes in, just trying to.
2: I have reading glasses, then a microscope, then a, uh, sometimes the electron microscope, just to get that real detail.
0: <laughs> or you just put a wash on them and hope it looks all right.
2: There has been some washers,
0: there has so been some far. washes as well
2: because yeah when you're playing at scale you don't really notice it so it all looks good and it's got Is gyrocopters that... so that's even better
0: okay so has that been your main project of the last are we, saying, are we saying 10 weeks
2: yeah i think 10 weeks i think that's been the biggest one because i have been very scared uh, scarily actually gone to the wargaming club a few times to play a few games okay knowing that we're going to go into lockdown so as soon as we felt safe it's quick walks to the club. Have a few yep. games. Get ready for phase
0: two. Get ready for phase two. All right. So, Mr Saunders, your phase two then. What have, what's your your last 10 weeks? I think you're not still trying to finish off basing those Egyptians, are you? That was no, that was done. most of the previous 20 weeks, I thought. But, um, Egyptian,
6: the Egyptians have been painted, finished and played. Mm-hmm. Like the, the chariots were the last thing to get done. They they got rushed through not so long ago. They, they, they've actually been out and been beaten soundly twice.
0: <laughs> yeah we did we did talk to you about that at the time but
6: yeah I mean Egyptians is not one of the great armies I think it's one you always want but uh, uh, they're fun I mean I think there's a challenge in uh, how to use them and I think that'd be quite fun to get the hang of if ever I think when heavy chariots are around they're a bit of a nightmare you mean yeah, they... virtually every army in that period <laughs> if, you, if you have a date range and no heavy chariots it, it can work well, it's um, a date, that's it, for about 20 of, years no, no no instead of doing
5: iron age with the later Assyrians and stuff there was a viable period of bronze age where everyone's got like chariots and doing that it's that kind happens. of a different period though because yeah, yeah the heavy chariots would swap
6: was, the earlier ones pre twelve hundred before 1200 BC then you got few heavy chariots Say.
0: Okay, so what what else has made it onto the painting queue whilst we've been allowed uh, out? Um,
6: we started playing a lot of Bataille Empire, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a bit. Mm-hmm. So I painted some French dragoons. Sorry, David, can you, Dave, can you just say that again so we can all enjoy <laughs> your
5: beautiful <Empire>. French accent? <laughs> Batai Empire.
6: Ah, uh, oh, good.
5: Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm almost there. I can smell the um, the sewage in the Seine one as we speak. Two, almost. Four. Yeah, floating on past. Well, I think maybe there's a whole maybe it's a whole battle empire um episode that we could um we could plan in
6: facing uh, his... french skirmishes oh huh the am yeah incredible and, uh, tidying up some things just finished in the last few days with another four bases of goth heavy cavalry or uh
0: so the Gothic, the Gothic army, is, is that adding on to your Frankish troops then, or is that a different... Well, they're
6: the same I've got, I think, as I said, I think, it was, as I'm repeating from the last summer, I, I might end up with two Frankish armies right. by accident. So hmm. I'm going to try and complete that. And um, just literally on the table at the moment is another load of uh, Scythian heavy cavalry.
0: Wow, that was an army you started at the beginning of the first lockdown.
6: It was yes, exactly. So I, 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 basically, the war and empire got Scythian heavy cavalry with barded horses and without barded horses, and I seem to buy both. So I'm going to probably paint these. And... Yeah, now,
2: there, there's a common wargamer story. They had two options, so I bought all of them. Yes,
0: I think that's a secret. So is there any um any painting tips and tricks that you've picked up in the last few weeks? Any any things that you've gone you know because over the last series or the that last run of 20 um you were mr brush soap and and a couple of other things that we all kind of rushed off and went are we really going to spend money on that honestly but um but then pretend that we did or anything else that you've discovered about I, how I, things I'd are say painted that
6: the um what's it called the wet painting thing is a bit of a disaster
4: The wet palette,
6: palette. I bought that and it's not being used. That was the army paint one, wasn't it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I bought that. Yeah. It's sitting in here, but I mean, I think if you're painting 25 millimeter figures and lots of them, it'd be useful, but for painting 15 millimeters, it's not so hot, not so useful.
0: No, I must admit, I I have got one of those um, myself and I did do that. Can't remember if we talked about last time, looked at various ones and then ended up buying that one. And and it is a really nice size. I think it's smaller than it says on Amazon, which is quite good. And and I have used it quite a lot for for the twenty five mils, just to keep paint um, from drying out, particularly in the summer when it did get quite hot. And then then now it's kind of gone a bit darker when you're you're painting underneath quite strong lights, and that dries stuff out as well. So just for keeping the paint going a lot um, has been quite good. And I've also been using it to mix because i think that's one of the things someone said to mix different colors to try and get a match around the edge of um little big man shields so that i can blend the transfer into into the actual edge of the shield because otherwise they end up with that kind of white rim that's just a bit you know and then it's difficult so so blending paints it does i I've, I've found it works quite well for that this means war So Peter, what have what have you been doing? Have you been out and about? Have you put the painting table to bed for the last ten weeks, or has there been stuff?
1: Uh, I did very little painting. I had lots of real world stuff between, uh, you know, work courses and things like that. So um, I did a bit of painting. I used the um, wet palette. Actually, sat outside in the garden doing a bit of painting and relaxing back, just doing random figures for no apparent reason apart from I damn well felt like it. So it's just been pretty relaxing. So um, as with Dave, we've both played a couple of games of uh, BE. Um, and so I'm getting back into what am I going to build up next? I've done the Austrians. Uh, I think I'll go on to the Bavarians. So I'm just sort of like pricing up, um, sorting out some of the figures for that. So that's, I think, will be my next lockdown project. Are the
0: Bavarians as easy? easy to paint as the um, Austrians? Oh, you get light blue instead of white. Oh, right. They're all light blue. Okay. And
3: you yeah. get those really uh, stupid hats as well. They're, they're yeah, and a
1: checkerboard flag that oh, uh, reminds me yeah, of Yeah, flags beer. make
0: you cross side painting them. i uh,
1: no, buy painted no, flags. drivers have
3: mad painting them. Not painting them. No.
1: <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting a decal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but um, it, uh, it, it cries out to be an army that you've got to have a good beer with as you play it. So I was like, it, it just called out to me. Um, and yeah. plus I can reuse the Austrians because the Bavarians sort of change sides twice. So I can use part of the French that I've got and part of the Austrians I've got. Um, oh, and I've got some more French as well. So I've got some more French cavalry and stuff. So um, yeah, didn't paint a lot, bought some more, planned out some more, worked out games I wanna play, so.
0: Okay, well, that's, that's almost like a, a human beings answer, really. Um, not, not a <laughs> painting machine. So Andy, um, what, what have you been chewing through over the last ten weeks? Um,
3: well, paint, pe- painting's been a bit spot and sporadic. Um, what I did manage to paint was um, the, uh, the, the Badger Knights. What I did was, and um, this is for my uh, feudal English army, so I've painted five units of knights, each one's in a kind of livery colour of a different football
0: club, and they've got a, bla- a badger on their shields. So all of them have a badger on the shields, but they're all different colours. Yeah, there's the blue badgers, the red badgers. Well, there's uh, the QPR
3: badgers. We've got the uh, the Brentford badgers. We've got the Fulham badgers, uh, Crystal Palace <laughs> badgers, and the, and the Watford badgers. That's not their names, just the colours. But these are the Fulham ones. So it's it's actually a whole West London thing, then. There's kind a whole of. Just West I just London
0: thought. Massive. I just thought I wanted
3: the theme for ideas for for colours for. Um, uh, you, you know, knights and different styles and things. So I just thought, well, let's go football club things. Um, which I thought. The um, nice. film Knights, Do they yeah. just sort of like when they get attacked? Do they
5: just stand aside and let the opposition get to the baggage? And they just collapse.
0: Well, th- well, they just can't defend. I think yeah, they're not, they're not very good defensively. Um, although, <laughs> I guess whilst whilst Dave is on the um, on one of the squares, I mean, um, there would, they would I mean there would only be elite till May, and after that they 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 reduce to ordinary. Yeah, but um, one one quick pop quiz for you, Adam. Um, as well as Fulham's dreadful defensive record from the first five games of the Premiership season, um, can you name me two other teams in the Premier League who've conceded the same number of goals? Yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool and, and United. And Man United, absolutely, yes. Yeah, so they, they were defense, too busy working out a uh, dodgy big bid for the Premier League, weren't they? Yeah, exactly, they were busy too. But I'm not sure what Fulham's excuse was, other than just not being ready um, and not being quite up for it. So, so it's been badger nights over the summer then. Uh, badger no, nights, yeah. Now it's, now it's the um,
3: Spearmen to go with them. I've got five, about four or five units of Spearmen. Uh, they're actually Conquest Normans, but I'm using them as sort of... Uh, uh, you know, Norton, uh, sort
0: of feudal English spearmen. Are you going to stick with a football team theme, or are you going to no, stick no, with no, the fairy no, animals um, theme? They're going to be, you know, stoke knight, stoke infantry, or something.
3: No, they're just going to be uh, each unit of knights got a different colour kind of surcoat, and I just tart up the shields and things like that. You know.
0: Right, who's that? Oh, it's Anybody? the ice cream van. <laughs> it's the ice cream. Van. <laughs> right. You're not painting an ice cream van as well, don't or should we not give you No any that, ideas? That, that 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 would be the supply wagon. Right, that would be the supply wagon. Okay yeah. then. Um Tamsin, I I imagine Oh I did you've a Viking been... ship as well. Oh, there's I, I Viking... a... oh just a ship, just a, just a little ship. There's a scratch built one out of bits of MDF as a, as an army base for the Vikings. Okay. All right. So in, you've still got your um 2008 AD background going on there. Yes, um, I, have, I have, So have you have you built all of Mega City One now? Or have, no, you, have I you moved on to something else? I
4: actually haven't painted anything more for I for Mega City One. I did focus a bit on terrain. Uh set so that's the share screen. Effect. Yeah, so started off oh, those are nice. making making oh, wow. some I so I needed to make up some rock wanted to make up some rock formations to use with I like strontium dog games or cowboy games, Wild West. I also did some hills up the uh, infamy infamy. Those like, hills, up, those, those hills look, look like people wouldn't be able to stand on the slopes. I have tried it with bases and they will stay on the slopes just about. Those look
0: like the kind of stuff that you'd actually you know, buy for professional people. Yeah, they're really yeah. good. They're they, like, they look awesome. lovely. Like,
4: then I yep. went on to do some marsh pieces and ended up, I wasn't happy with the first set, I mostly because the, the way I tried to do the water just didn't really work. Yeah. So I did a second set and carried on with the first set and yeah, first set ended up, yeah. Those gonna, hills are lovely. I mean yeah. quite usable. So
0: how how did you make up the hills then? Because they look quite um, substantial.
4: Over hills? Yeah either rock formations or the hills. No, the hills. The hills, hills the, yeah. the green hills. The green hills. That was just, I styrofoam onto MDF bases. I shaped a hot wire tool, a little bit of sanding and paint, floor, floor, gravel. So. So,
0: so just, you know, a little bit of hot wiring with styrofoam then. That's... um <laughs> that was, means, didn't Just you? as you do, just in passing. Yeah.
6: The yeah.
0: uh, yeah.
1: rest of us are like going, I can manage super glue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs>
5: Well you'd say that,
4: but I ended up sticking my fingers together, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, then once, I, once I had all that, those bits of terrain done, so to make a start on the actual horses for Infamy Infamy, I was going to be doing it in 15 solo game, so I wanted to be able to use the figures for, for ADLG. I haven't quite got enough for an AGLG army, but so it started with the uh, Germans, Mm. That's everything that's been painted so far. So you have got some I some some of the bases are just for ADLG, some are just for infamy infamy.
0: So these and these are more are they forged in battle people? No,
4: they're No for uh, also... Lancashire Games.
0: Lancashire Games
4: ones, okay then. Yeah. And at the moment I'm almost finished painting the early Imperial Romans. I've got the Legionary Auxiliary Infantry painted, got the cavalry painted. Exterior, just working on the on the commanders at the moment. So, are you going to do decals on the shields and that? And no, I've actually hand painted designs on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. and yeah, so they'll look fine on mass, not necessarily so good up close.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but you know that's good. I I think the lost art of actually painting shields is um um is is actually the secret, isn't it? But it's not as difficult. I think we've all got into a bit of a a fix of going, oh, it's really tricky. There's you know, it's it's gotta be stickers, it's gotta be stickers, but but it's not terminal. Uh,
1: I find it hard to do the stickers but my thick fingers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I must admit, I've um I've I've been doing a lot of um stickery sort of stuff as well with these far too many plastic 28 mil Arabs that's been my kind of slow burn project over the last 10 weeks. Um, and that's that's really been a lot of assembling different bits and pieces of um, of, of far too many. Well, I, actually, I'm saying far too many, but but I, th- I had I think it must have been about five or six boxes of cavalry, and then a box of infantry, and then loads of different metal bits and pieces as well. But but I think the five or six boxes of cavalry have kit bashed into into something like sort of sixty or I suppose actually. Yeah, must be just over sixty cavalry, so it's five boxes and some metals.
1: So you can basically do two full Arab armies on horseback now.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. But it's it's just working out. If you're having one generic Arab army, you end up saying, well, I need some elite heavy cavalry bow, and I need some normal heavy cavalry bow that look different. Then you need some a couple of medium cavalry bows. There's maybe one of those. Then then you always need lancers, and some are heavy and some are medium, and then. And then suddenly, before you notice, you've got like twenty bases of cavalry. You, um, you
1: mean, as opposed to the normal one where you rock up and say, "Well, this one's heavy, this one's medium, because these have got the red shields and they've got the blue ones."
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it all stemmed from me <laughs> accidentally buying two two boxes of fully armored cavalry, and I thought oh, they were one. They, they, they are they very
1: nice models, though.
0: No, they're really, really nice. Um, the, the, the horses are very good, and I've and kit bashing all the Arab stuff to try and make sure that they look properly arabic and don't look like gothic heavy cavalry you, you um, were sticking skirts on some of them weren't you yeah i, I on some of the infantry um i i use some viking infantry and i use some of the fireforged russians as well and kind of built up using woodfellow i built sort of skirts around them so they have more long long flowing robes under the armor and they're going to be my two bases of delami to go into a death star either side of the, one of the elephants that i've got and um and then I even used some of the Perry Sudanese infantry, which, which are great. I think, you get, I think you get all six of them on it. No, yeah. You might even get 12 on a sprue, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I use those um, yeah. for a 28-mil army. They're, they're lovely.
0: Yeah, they're really nice little figures, and there's a lot of variety, although there's an awful lot of them with that very weird and distinctive hairstyle. So yeah. it, it was quite tricky getting enough heads that weren't the mad hairstyle which looked particularly Sudanese. So a lot of mine are now bald, because that was the other alternative to the, the, I can't believe that you're not Sudanese, mad hairstyle. So I've got two bases of those, two bases of De Lama, and, and I'm trying to crack through all of the cavalry. Well, crack through, I've been grinding through the cavalry. Um, I've got about, what must it be, look? Um,
1: Is this when you realise, after you play your first game with them, that you actually want to prefer to do them with a, a load of heavy spear instead?
0: Well, I've already got the heavy spear as well. So I've got um, you know, six bases of heavy spear, but I've played quite a lot of the Arab armies um, in time. So, so it was just kind of a, a thing that, you know, I, I wanted to kind of kit bash it and do it in, um, in 28. And for a while in the middle of it, I was really thinking this just isn't going to work. This is just going to look like a load of, you know, blokes on oddly colored horses with the wrong heads. Um, and it just, once they started being painted and based together, it really, really started to come together, but I've been pinging, you know, or drip feeding odd figures onto um, onto some forums, and onto Facebook, and onto Twitter, just to kind of go, ah, you know, to give you that satisfaction of thinking, I've actually finished one or two of these, and then I photographed them and, and they do look all right. And then they, you know, they look sort of better once they're based up to, to just get a bit of feedback from it. So, but it's still it's still a huge number of figures. Even the cavalry are maybe two-thirds of the way, three-quarters of the way to to being ready. I've got all the horses based, but I'm still working through the um through the riders. And then the infantry are still pretty much just undercoated. And I've got a few more to undercoat, but but I've been doing it with contrast paints because I bought um, about a dozen contrast paints to, to give it a go-to. And some of them are absolutely fantastic. It's just a shame they've got such kind of wanky names that you sort of feel a bit, you know, um, a bit odd about going, you know, I've now got my Iandan Yellow and my um, Akahelion Green and Blood Angels Red. That's not
5: too bad, mate. When you said wanky names, I thought you were going to say Masturbation Yellow and...
0: Well, you know, I I don't want to tell you what the purple is called, and, um, you know, that's a slightly different one. And then Talasar Blue, you know, from the planet, whatever. Um, What was this one? Yeah, Green. Green, The very good green, is called Warped Lightning, which I think is one of the beers that me and Dave get from Beer 52. That's about eight point seven percent alcohol, and it's got a lot of cloudy stuff at the bottom of it. So, didn't you, so, didn't
2: you have um, a warp lightning cocktail in one of those German bars at a competition somewhere?
0: That might have been Burton, actually. That oh, was, um, yeah, that was, that was that was the chaser for the Burton Slapper, wasn't it? Um, or, or, unless that's the no, mechanism. you're thinking Burton Slapper and the cheeky Vimto, and the cheeky Vimto, yes, indeed, the cheeky Vimto. Um, but, but yeah another story another did you
6: day buy these in the shop tim did you actually have to go into a an actual
0: i, I think i bought them um i, I think i got them through mail order um i could have gone to the yes, shop because
6: because and...
0: i think yeah dark sphere is now open again some days of the week but um you know, i could go in there and get them and then um skeleton horde has something else um
1: yeah
0: black Templar.
1: I... Um, the... The problem is with those contrast paints is that they work too bloody well it's just too easy especially mm. with the arab ones i did a arab 15 Milani army with them and it just goes on nicely you know you do the white undercoat and then just yeah. paint over the contrast that it just pops quite easily
0: yeah yeah it is sort of super quick it makes you you know struggle with with whether it's even whether you're going to end up doing the detail but but at least a lot of I think for Arabs it's No, I didn't worry about it, I wasn't. No, no, not at all, but there's not a lot of detail to do. I think if they were more kind of gnarly figures with more different bits, it might be harder to do. But, you know, the Arabs are all wearing, certainly the Gripping Beast ones, uh, are all just wearing a long robe. So it's got to be all in the shading. Um, It's just a white base.
2: So with the contrast paints, are they just an over-glorified Games Workshop wash
0: um, it's. I think the answer is yes and no. Um, They've got a higher
1: pigment level than that, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite a high pigment level, but with high viscosity, so it flows across quite nicely. Um, but it's got more pigment capture than you would have with just a normal wash.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of it's sort of some of it is almost a stain, but yeah, it's it's a very it's different to a watery paint. There's obviously some science gone into it, um, you know, because they. They do flow differently but you are putting it on sort of like a wash so painting t- quite small details is sort of difficult mm. and i've i've used it i split the army some of it i undercoated in um the army painter skeleton bone which is kind of bleach bone equivalent sort of a slightly yellowy white and then some i undercoated in um holford's matte undercoat white and the same um whatever it is contrast color comes up quite differently on those two different base coats so so with what i've got whatever this is here um eight ten i've got you know more than a dozen of these contrast paints so then you get 24 different colors out of it and and i was having done it i was kind of thinking it would have been interesting to do something like a real pale gray undercoat as well because that would have given it a different um different texture and and I've got some of that because it's like another car undercoat from Alfred's. Um, So I could give it a go. So you get more variety and, and some of the colours are stronger. The reds and, and some of the blues are, are really strong, but then there's a really nice colour with a really wanky name. Um, Ethermatic, Ethermatic blue. Um, Which that is more
4: is, of a green, sort of, isn't
0: it? It's a sort of turquoisey. It's almost a turquoisey pale one that looks fantastic on a white undercoat and just looks kind of horrible um dirty on a on a slightly off-white undercoat so you know it's it's a bit of a learning experience but um to hit one whole army with that that wants to have a lot of silks and has the right sort of figures for it with that as a piece of technique is quite interesting but I, i can see myself using it sometimes but not as everything um for for other armies i think 28 mil arabs feels to me a real sweet spot in you know i'm, I'm sure space marines are good at it, for it as well. and, and you know monsters with eight arms or something but but i think in in historicals i think you do need quite a lot of cloth and need it to be that to be the the sort of strong colors if yeah you had i think
1: it. if i was doing a renaissance army i'd definitely use it
0: yeah i
3: think i've, I've, I've kind of i'm curious here. as to what um
0: arab army's got elephants is that just um gaznovitz there's Ghaznavid, There's Curusanian. Kuras, um, um, there's yeah, a couple there's of a other ones. Uh, couple I'm of other take ones well.
1: allies with a few. Yeah, not have research state, and want to take things yeah. with elephants.
0: Arab were India.
1: they
5: using contrast paints for? Were they using contrast paints for Renaissance armies? How would it work if you were doing that slash clothing? So you were doing different colours yeah. quite close to each other. Would that? Would they? Well, I, I did,
0: that? No, I did that with um, some with a a load of um nets that i'd had kicking around undercoated for years and i couldn't face actually painting them as you do i just hit them with the contract contrast paints and with the really deeply carved fluffy sleeves and stuff like that where there's really deep grooves in the figure um, i didn't bother doing the top coat um and it actually looked you know one it was obviously yellow but the the inside of the fold was so much darker than the top um that it had a good effect without actually having the two color you know the white inside and the red out or, or whatever that or the yellow and the black it worked out okay so you could do it and you looked at it and went that's the sort of two-tone effect you want without necessarily going but it's not red and white and it's not black and you know whatever and and i think that got me past painting 90 odd swiss Lanshnet-Pikeman who I was never actually going to paint because I'm barely gonna gonna play with them I think I played with them once maybe but um, but it just got me over that kind of hurdle for them And I think possibly the same with the Arabs Um, It's just a very quick way to get get shading, but I think it does look like a good Good sort of silky sort of color. So so they're kind of underway and I think I've got one elephant done the other elephant I need to do and um, they they could get done quite quickly even though it's been quite slowly to do because when you get into a, a bit of a role you do get quite a lot done in in quite a short period of time so yeah it makes me
1: tempted to um invest uh, maybe a, a one for next year in sort of like a southeast asian army you know one of the um thai khmer that yeah. sort of thing because they'd flow nicely plus i get more elephants um yeah. but <laughs> That, that's for the, when I do my order to shipped off from uh, from the US from Kurosani, uh, when they've got their all their stuff because they've got some nice models with that. I'll do that when I'm getting the uh, the other army as well.
0: Yeah, well, I think you know the the Talassar blue, the Blood Angels red. They're both really strong strong colours. I think the the Griff Hound orange. <laughs> I'm even saying this out loud. Um, is is another good one that you can use with with normal paints, um, a lot of the others are are much a step sort of closer to the wash. I think, um, not not in a sort of South Lincolnshire sort of way, it's quite a step closer to a wash. Um, and um, that that you know, it, so it's horses for courses, but I think it's an extra it's an extra string to the painting bow that that can be used if you've got enough surface and, and it kind of warrants that sort of thing. So kind of pleased with them. so um adam um round to you and your 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 bandit face mask um have you been robbing banks you've been doing painting cowboys maybe or um
5: (laughs) no it's more dick Turpin than cowboys it's all right okay then it's the only way that i forget Never forget to take my mask out, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> okay. well, Adam and the Ant. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: yeah and it's cool.
5: Yeah. And you get to look like a hireman, so it's well, all Yeah, quite,
0: yeah, very quite dandy, yes, quite dandy. <laughs> so what, what's been happening in your, your painting desk?
5: In my painting desk, I've been doing mainly, um, oh, I say mainly, only um, Romans. I, I remember talking about I had some 25 mil Romans from Vitrix, and they've sort of there more than half done now because i haven't been painting a huge amount of time because it's been summer but i've been doing um sort of like a quick wash and then with the army painter slop, and i've got all the legionaries done and i've got the auxilia done and i've done the um the cavalry and general's horses and I'm just doing the riders now so I'm a lot more than halfway done with that army and that's, that's something that I'm quite pleased with because now I, I can sort of like put, I put all the legionaries and the auxiliary out in a big long line and I go even though I've used really simple mm. block it out wash techniques once they're all based up um, they look convincing. They're not going to win any awards, but they look like a proper um, toy soldier army, which is good. But coming back to um, shield transfers, my, my thinking on them has um, has grown a little bit because I, all the, I'm, with this army, I am using Little Big Man. Um, and I think you're right. You don't have to default to Little Big Man, but when you're doing something like early Imperial Romans with those shields that are just really, really busy, yeah. I would have no chance of painting them anyhow. So I've used them, and they are really good, especially with those very good Romani shields. They are very good at making it look... They just make it pop, you know what I mean? When they're yep. all out, I've got some in the red. legionaries. I've got a couple of bases. Especially on mass. Head,
1: black, once you've got them set up as blue. a unit, it looks good, doesn't it?
5: It looks, it looks really good. But the other thing that I liked about it was the amount of time it takes. It's almost no time at all. It's like once you've cut them out it's that I can pop them on in a few seconds and it's just like uh, they're expensive but it saves a lot of time but the next army I'll be doing which I've already bought is Dacians because I've now decided that when I do armies I'm gonna do match pairs mm. so any that can fight each other so I'm doing Dacians, dash, dash. is it Dacians or Dacians?
0: Dacians, Dacians, Dacians I think Dacians. Isn't, the car, the isn't the car a Dacia on the advert? The one that um, where where the um, announcers is being done by Finchie from the office, it's the das, it's the Dacia. So definitely the car oh, company pronounces itself Dacia, and that's from Romania. So, uh, and nobody ever says potato, no. but when
5: when I do them, I'm going to do them shields myself, um, and that's I'm just going to do sort of like half shields and quarter shields and solid colours, yeah. and some of them are going to get a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a geometric pattern or something. But yeah, I'm not going to use little big man for them because there's going to be so many other buggers to be.
0: Are you doing big tricks for those as well? Or?
5: Yeah, yeah, I bought yeah. um, them, and they are. In fact, they're lovely figures. Yeah, they are really, really nice. So, I've got um, one big bag. I'm going to need two, I think. But yeah.
2: um, sorry, Adam, are you doing? Was it 25? These are 25 mil, yeah. Yep. Or there, 20. There may have been a slight incident at the start of yeah, uh, <laughs> wave true. one. Where I bought some um, 25 mil warband decals and sh- shore transfers.
0: That's true. <laughs> that might have been before you joined, Adam. That might have been the first podcast yep. before you joined, where Simon accidentally bought Veni Vidi Vici transfers for, for extra yeah, price. I
2: thought I bought the 15 mil one and they arrived and went, hmm, they're a bit big. So um, I might grab your details, I'll post them down to you because I'd rather see them used rather than sit in the cupboard for the next two years. Thank you very much, but you've just blown out of the
5: water my hole. Oh yeah, it's going to be. No, longer. no, no,
0: no. They're 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 single colour water slide.
5: Yeah. So
0: and they're only the pattern, so you can do the you know the back colour whatever you want. So it's just do the, a pattern on top. So mm. it's, it's actually just the red. You know, it's the S or the the. Yeah. It's, it's oh not, really? Yeah. No, they they That's enhance right. self painting. Yeah. They yeah, self painting. Okay. Synchronicity. The universe
5: is a wonderful, complex and strange place. And sometimes miracles can happen.
0: That is exactly where we started, wasn't it? And probably on that note, time for the next feature. This means war. Okay, so having talked about what we painted in the last 10 weeks, um, there's kind of just a, a very swiftish overview of, of gaming or, or, or games that may have actually happened. So, um, Peter, what about, what about you? Have you been, Did you manage to get to the club at all or get in any online games or, or beat up your own children? Or were they, were they um, all out in the sunshine all, all summer? Well, well,
1: when they actually came in from uh, the sunshine running around, as the children do, I did manage to play uh, cost centre number two, a couple of games of ADLG, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, won one, lost one. Um, you know, so, you know, pretty even score there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he let me win the second one. Uh, <laughs> that's what it felt like anyway. He took pity on his dad. Um, managed to get down to the club, uh, actually a couple of, play a couple of games of battle empire but I, I think there's a few of us who've spoken about that one haven't we
0: yeah no i think there's a few of us have been kind of working up to it and you've been having what groups of three or four people trying to bash through the rules and get the order system things working and and stuff like that Are you starting to get to grips with it do you think are you, are you yes getting there, start getting there.
1: It, it's a lot of fun really enjoyed it um there's a, a lot to it um but then it's logical. It's like reading the book itself, um, it was making it hard to stick in my poor little adult brain. But as soon as you get the, you know, uh, literally the miniatures on the table, you start moving stuff around. And uh, Simon and Howard, the other Simon, um, Brown and Howard, were helping Dave and I get our heads around it. And then I had played a game with Dave, which uh, was certainly helped by several glasses of red wine and a few beers, wasn't it, Dave? that um, we actually had a lot of fun with it, working out what actually works and what doesn't. So, you know, the, the basic way of uh, hussars charging into something when they shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's made me want to actually buy some more armies and do some more stuff. And it, it's got a degree of complexity with the order groups and everything else.
0: That's new. So, Dave, you've, you've been involved in that. And, and me and you have played, actually, that test scenario, Battle Empire, just to try and get... A bit of a grip of um, of the rules and things, as well. So, wh- where, where's your head at with it? Um,
6: um, I think since all of ADLG Ancients is on hold until God knows when, um, I think I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to be playing as much Battle Empire as I can just to sort of like <laughs> check it out. I think the command and control rules are really good fun. I think with all Hervey, like all Hervey's rules, there's a mishmash of lots of other sets of rules. Um, but yeah, I, I mean to compensate for the lack of armies, he's he's made the command and control quite detailed, and I think it that's really good fun. It's you know there's a lot of laughs in that, um, and it, there's a lot to learn, but that makes it much much more fun. I mean I think all shouts to Simon Brown and Howard for. Uh, getting to grips with the rules and being there to stand over and say how do we do this you know. <laughs> for several weeks for us which was very nice so yeah.
0: i'm playing another two
6: maybe three games this thursday
0: right well look, maybe um maybe in a week or so's time we should have a bit of a um in-depth discussion flick through talk about battle empire then and, and make that kind of a central part of one of these that might be an idea uh, if if a few people start getting into it and Andy, Simon, have you um, been you know, stepping into it a little at all? Or is that. You've been... uh, I played a few solo games with it, um, so it's difficult to really wrap your head around when you do
3: that. But my impression was that the problems it posed were sort of logical for what you'd expect for a Napoleonic army based on what you've read about. And the so when I tried playing it with the order system, the, the, a, a division marched on, and you think, oh, right, how do I get these guys all into the right sort of position? Which is the kind of thing that you would think about as a Napoleonic commander. Um, And it wasn't just line them all up and trundle them round. I Mm. mean, traffic management um, is going to be an issue with with it, which is is only fair enough for that. And also the idea that you do need a second line behind which people can run away and then stop running. So initial impressions are are favourable. But as I say, I want to play it a bit more. I think cavalry may be a little bit overpowered from what I've seen initially, but... As I say, I haven't played enough to make a,
0: a definitive judgment on it. Okay, and Simon, have you managed to get your, um, is it your Swedes or your Austrians into into any sort of on-table action yet, or is, it, are you, is that still um, something that you're working on? Working. i working on.
2: I've, I've read the rules a couple of times, and I haven't got my head how it flows yet. So, but listening to a lot of people talking, one of the things I've said is you sort of need. One or two experts to get it, they get it, and then you sort of need a few people to help walk you through the rule Then all of a sudden, some of the, um, the text makes a lot more sense. So I'm waiting to, you know, um, hopefully, maybe next year, actually get it on table and give it a few more games from there.
0: Yeah, well, certainly, the, you know, the couple of games I've played of it, it's, I suppose, you know, this might sound daft, but, um, but then again, um, it's not ancients with different hats. Mm. It you do need to do quite different things in it. And I think it's a just, learning
3: curve. I don't think a novice is going to turn up, roll some spectacular dice and beat an experienced player in it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that was, you know, that was kind of things. But I, I suppose I was, you know, sticking cavalry on the wings and infantry in the centre, and, and it's just different to that. Um, and it, it just, you know, the, the march moves and all sorts of things. So I was really quite pleased after a couple of games to go, this this looks like it's got some of the same anchor backbone of mechanics, but not that many, but, but actually it just gives a very, very different experience. And all the other different mechanics were quite interesting. So, you know, yeah, I think over the next couple of weeks, probably something to, to dig into and then exhume um, a little bit more and unpack. So, I had
5: um, a game last night. First, first time. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting. First thing, it struck me, and this is probably more an artifice of not this set of rules, but uh, me and my opponent, neither of us have played before, and we had read them, but when it's a set of rules that neither person's played, it's actually oh, quite fun. hard work to, yeah. to learn them as you go along, and that's just like one of the things, but it's like, do you remember, Tim, that first time we played Malifaux? Oh, God. Five hours. Six, it, six it's, hours like, later, yeah. What? What happens now? What happens now and yeah. it was fun. Um, there's some things about um, Battle Empire that I'm not sure whether this set of rules I'm going to like or not um, because there's a lot of detail and crunchiness to it that once I've understand how the rules work might be okay but it's just things like um, it's. I, I like Napoleonic rules like Blucher, where basically uh, units a brigade and you don't change formation it's just a brigade and it's sort of like stomps around as a brigade whereas this it's like you've got it's like there's two different types of square. You can either form a square or a battalion mass square. And the column mass only square... is the
6: same
5: types of units. Two, yeah, so two sides, and it's plus six against cavalry, and the full square is plus seven against cavalry. And it's, four. It's, it's quite detailed. It's quite crunchy. And for instance, um, imagine playing an Ancients game now where you send your skirmish horse forward, and you change formation by putting them all in a circle. And... <laughs> I'm. I enjoy a Cantabrian circle, circle as much as the next man. Don't get <laughs> yeah. me wrong. Yeah, but it's something that playing ancients we left that's behind history, isn't it? Yeah. Um, some people still play seats, mm. but so this whole change in format. But that's might That might be where the game is. So hey. I might enjoy it because of that, rather than mm. not enjoy it because. You, but I've got to. Yeah. No, I get, I get, I get that. Absolutely. Words yeah. first yeah. before I can sort of like have. Um, uh, I know what you
1: mean. I know what you mean. That's kind of what was putting me off until I actually had the opportunity to have a couple of games. And then you start realising that ah, that that will be more a situational thing. So because you've got the objective points, um, you'll be using those more reflectively to say, I'm going to defend this area. And these are the sort of tactics and the formations I'm yes. going to use for that. And, and that's what, I mean, two games in, um that's how i'm looking at it but uh, I, I get what you mean Um some of the other stuff the... so the first thing i've got to do is learn
5: the rules so i'm not sort of like that's not a thing and the game we had last night even though sort of like we only had three turns, but stuff happened and it was a fun game because yeah. like my sort of like french attack attacked the austrians and drove them off the hill and my cav came around the flank and it was it was a good game but i need i need to know the rules before i can take a view But my other, I suppose, another question that came to me, and it's only because it's the same author that I um, write ADLG, and it's only because you guys are playing it. And something we've always talked about on these podcasts and when we're in the pub, looking at ADLG as a competition rule set. That's how we play ADLG. You know what I mean? It's like you, we might occasionally do an historical thing, hmm. but even when we sort of like two people pick an army and we rip it apart, we rip it apart solely for what's the Andrew, best way to do the yeah. competition? Yeah. Um, yeah. Could Bat- do you think Batal Empire could be played in the same way? Or could it only be done as an historical rule set? It's, it's just I think the idea simple.
3: of the points value and the menus in there is to give it the facility to be a competition rule set. Oh, yeah, no, but absolutely. You've got the facility, but I'm saying, could that
2: work?
5: ADLG, that works. As, as a game, yeah. like you get together and play yeah. as a competitive
1: game, the, the um, French ADHD have already really done works. a few of those. Yeah, the, the French have already tried out a few competitions. So oh, okay. it, it'd be interesting to see, um, you know, if, if it wasn't for COVID, they were going to be having a whole season of it. And some of the top okay. players in France and Spain um, were going to be hitting uh, BE uh, a lot this year. So unfortunately, it's going to be hopefully just delayed a year and they'll all be back and healthy and happy. Okay. Um, but they were just starting out some tournaments. Um, so we were getting a bit of information back from them about the ways they were looking at it.
0: But I wonder if there's a, you know, there's a theme-specific or a period-specific mindset. You know, cause I, I used to play a lot of um, fog renaissance in in competitions. I'd still do, you know, the odd, odd competition even just until pre-lockdown. And I, I would probably do the odd competition going forwards. But whilst you know that was a two equal sides and counter battle, or whatever, just kind of the whole ethos of the group of players who were playing it was was just different Um, you know people wanted to to put a different army on the table and and shove it around and and do kind of propery sort of things with it whereas you go into a more competitive ancient scene and and it's it does in the competitions anyway you know everybody's still fine and happy and and i think adlg is great because you know slightly more dicey and people that are older and nobody quite takes it as seriously as we did in the days of, of dbm and god forbid seventh and all sorts of things like that but but i just think there was a slightly different ethos and i i wonder if what a lot of people who play napoleonic will want to get out of it is a more narrative experience even in a competition setting and getting i think so. i think it probably appeals to
3: the if you like historical gamer rather than the competition gamer
0: Yeah, so that that may just be something to do with the period. So I I think the answer may be nobody may ever find out because it may not have that kind of history of people coming into it who who think like that from previous rule sets.
1: I I think it'd be from a competition perspective. I'm just thinking because I I used to play Flames of War and each table um, used to have a different theme. So I could see that happening with Battle Empire because... um, different scenarios so you have a um a meeting engagement you've got a um you know different sorts of engagements and which would actually promote a very different scenario so you could rock up with the same army um but then it's actually a very different scenario um for each thing so you could almost put that through uh, except that you know
3: well. that if you've got no initiative you're likely to be end up being the defender which is fun because that's competition wise that's one of the things you might plan for
0: yeah, yeah, that yeah. might be your choice. Yeah,
3: you, you you
5: do
1: it in AGLG as well. Yeah, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. true. Yeah, so I suppose maybe maybe this the fact there's scenarios involved and objectives just does change it in a way which just already takes you away from straight encounter battles. And also already takes away the focus from just the army. And, and also and the, the doctrines of the army
3: did change from time to time, and and the tool kit you had available to do it with. So a French army in Early revolutionary times would be, you know, very poor quality. By 1815, you're 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 up to conscripts, but somewhere in the middle, in 1805 to 1809, you've got a lot of crack, experienced troops who can pretty well fight in any formation under very good commanders. So, even though you may not get as many of them, a French army in that era should be able to outmaneuver and sometimes outfight with better skirmish factors. Um, an equal number of, of opponents so that gives it that edge there whereas the opponents are basically all well, numbers we're not as mobile and nimble yeah. but uh, you, you know old, if you can get us to the right place we'll fight okay when we get there yeah.
5: can yeah. i um and one more question for people that played more than me because i've only played one game because um, when I was sort of thinking of the army list in my head, I thought I'll just get a range of different troops just to see how it all works. You know what I mean? I wasn't uh, so I was thinking i would have some couple of divisions of foot, and I'll get a twelve pounder battery as a sort of supporting ground battery, as well as the eight pounds with the divisions, and I'll get a few cavalry. At two hundred points, no, I'm not having the twelve pounder. No, it's like <laughs> the infantry. I can't have line French line infantry. Quite a few of it's got to be provisional. Um, I'm only having two batteries of eight pounders. You know, the army seemed at two hundred points. It seemed quite it, not he, quite a full. Div- so, how 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 long does it take to play a two hundred point game? And would a three hundred point game be short enough and become more normal because it's three hundred points where I could have like toys, uh, that's,
1: yeah, that's what Simon and Howard were testing out because um, they'd played several two hundreds and they wanted more toys on the table. So they went up to 300 to see the feel of it. And they said it was um, it, it was good. It was just very different because you, you suddenly got a larger table. So then you've got more of the maneuver capability. So the extra 100 points is great because then you actually make use of things like hussars and that, which in the 200 points, you're not necessarily going to have the opportunity to do the flanking maneuvers when you've got, say, large units on the table. So the Austrians and such like. So it it puts it as a quite subtly different. I think uh, um, Dave and I were getting the hang of it with what we do each turn. Because once you get into the flow of it, it flows quite quickly. It's just that stuttering thing to start off with seems to take forever. But once we got the hang of it, then you could do the turns fairly quickly. So I think um, I I get what you mean, Adam. I I was like, I've just been playing around trying to get a decent 200 point one. The, the thing to remember to get uh, a single unit of this, a single unit of that, you can use the reserves as well if you want a couple of extra units to just drop in. So I'm looking at that on the 200, but I totally agree with the 300, it makes it more of a full all arms division, as opposed to at the moment, it just feels like a couple of battalions stitched together in a meeting engagement sort of thing.
3: Well, so the we'll thing, of course, them. is yeah. the 200 points, you're looking at, if you like, a standard infantry corps without fancy bits which your historical commander might have might not have at his fingertips anyway you know we all want to chuck in a unit of grenadiers and a battery of 12 pounders and some cuirassiers but you know realistically how many infantry corps commanders would have those things available and answer is not very many. But realistically, oh, really? I play toy soldiers, and I've got some beautiful AB Caracius.
4: Yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, oh, yeah well, that's just it. Just um, I managed to... to
1: work it out in 200 points. I've got a infantry unit. I've got my uh, grenadiers, and I've even got a Caracius in reserve. So I'm like going, I've got my toys to play on the table. So I'm Well, well
3: the <laughs> options are a bit. Options are kind of a mixed bag. Anyway, you get a bit of everything.
6: Well, that's I've why I like a it. list from Germans in eighteen, sorry, French in Germany, eighteen oh nine, and I've ended up with six different lists. So ones with cuirassiers, ones with hussars, ones with dragoons. Because your standard thing is three groups: one large infantry, one small infantry, one and one cavalry. And then I've worked out so if you take the hussars and downgrade a couple of line infantries to small you can then put the grenadier in. So you can end up with a lot of varieties. If you were sitting down, say, in a competition game, um, at 200 points, you could be playing very different armies, I think. What
2: it sounds like is that um, there's enough in BE for us to have a good, proper couple-hour discussion based on a bit of research from people. So maybe we should um, save this for, for for another week, where we have some strong coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's another. Yeah, we are. We're already digging quite deep into this just for um just yeah. for skimming over it. Then. This means war. This
4: means war. So, so exactly. Adam, Adam.
0: Other than um, other than, well, going back to where we started, Adam, you were. Um, saying that you played BE yesterday, but over the last few weeks, I've I think you have picked up a few more games. And in, is it Entoyment that started letting yep. gamers in a few weeks ago? Um, obviously, that was to be
5: Started letting people in a few weeks ago. I've played a few games of ADLG. They've now gone to. I mean, it's being trackers. You've all been to Entoyment, haven't you? And quite. Up- yeah. yeah. Big and they haven't got all the tables so it's quite airy so it's like they started off by saying if you're in the shop you had to wear your mask if you're upstairs just with your opponent you didn't um, which is fine now they're saying that even if you're upstairs you have to wear your mask um, but that's that's a bit awkward because wearing masks fine actually and you sort of like get used to it but it's um, they have a deal where you can have as much tea as you want for £2.50 um, so you've got to wear your mask unless you drink the tea and then it's a <laughs> it's the bit. Um, so it's, um, it's, it it's,
4: it's, done it, it's very useful.
5: Yeah, it's okay. like, cause it is, a, you know, <laughs> uh uh-huh, uh
4: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Slurp from underneath,
3: yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: so know, problem, really the only problem I've got with a mask is it messed up my glasses.
5: I mean, it's like thinking about the escape and thinking about enjoyment, it's like they've both got their advantages, okay? At the escape, you get beer. Mm.
2: Um,
5: at enjoyment you get light bulbs. So it's yeah. kind of <laughs> it swings around it. You can see what you're doing at Entoyment. So but yeah, no, it is a nice venue to
6: go and play.
0: Take the yeah,
6: beer every time.
0: Yeah, but but I think, you know, the mask thing is whichever way you look at it, you are sat within a metre, metre and a half of someone for an hour and a half. That probably that fits the mass criteria for indoor meetings for sure. Well, it's no from what I've heard, it's sort of like if you're with someone for fifteen, twenty minutes.
5: Wearing a mask might help. But if you're that close to someone for a couple of hours, you're probably <laughs> gonna give it if you've got a yeah, that, you that's an them.
0: argument for saying well, you shouldn't do that at all though, isn't it? I guess.
5: Well, um, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's yeah. a fair argument as well.
0: Yeah, it's a bit uh, tricky. And but then again, we'll down. all be on level two soon, so so it'll all be gone um, back it in, back into all gaming free lockdown. Level two means no gaming. That's the problem. When that comes around and, and i guess there are people up north who are already in that world it's probably, probably going to level
3: no, two within a few days i heard on the news I well, thought who knows hit points in another spell
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you get to roll d8 instead of d12 something like that for your hit points um all right so um tamsin have you managed to um get any games in or were you using some of
4: several weeks ago i had had a game of adlg against clive okay
0: one of his brief forays out of hospital
4: yes yeah <laughs> one of yeah one of his brief forays and yeah You i and you remember back when we were doing all the adlg that's how i hmm. pick, just said that list illegal
0: yep yep
4: hey. guess what happened your list was illegal yeah
0: your list was illegal oh no <laughs> so how did you I, manage to i cheat had too many I
4: had too many elite cataphracts i think oh, i took armenians I had what? too many elite cataphracts, uh, so I had to
1: that's uh, a lot of
4: cataphracts. Points. <laughs>
0: okay, that's yeah, a yeah, lot I of cataphracts.
4: I, yeah, I, I didn't take I hadn't taken them all as elite cataphracts, thanks. Uh, I Had you. more than I should and Okay, right. So redistribute those points to upgrade a commander and add on a, add on, I think it was a light light foot javelin. I can't right, remember.
0: Okay. Just fiddle something around.
4: It was all going really well. I had a wall of cataphracts and supporting cavalry going forward to attack. uh, They should have steamrolled his left, his right flank and centre, but then dice happened.
0: Oh, well have had good dice.
4: Yes. (laughs) So he's
0: not told us about that. He's rolling
4: six six ones against me in combat. Oh, So about three, within three, three melee phases. I had no cataphracts left. Oh. It was
3: probably the shock of that that put him back in hospital.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <Constable>. <laughs> probably was.
5: Yeah. Oh, and of yeah. remember, even though the list might say you couldn't have had that many elite cataphracts, there is a more basic and more important and bigger rule of there's no such thing as too many elite cataphracts. So you could have tried that one.
0: Yeah. That's the rule 13F of um, Archer Laguerre. Indeed. So... So Dave, we've had um, we've had a couple of games, haven't we? We've done some online stuff and um, and like a real world game where we did a historical um, battle of the the Byzantines against the Goths or something, where, where your Goths had to deploy in a boar's head formation, which was a little bit challenging, but that um, was it was kind of fun. Um, just trying to think. Um, What's the so And what,
6: you know, I played quite a bit. I've been I've been yeah. to support it. Yeah, uh, we're a bit worried about Ravi's going to survive, Uh, but you know, so I mean, I've played with most of the armies I've painted over this summer, I I, I seem to have found myself with more time on my hand than I planned, (laughs) made redundant, Um, but no, I've got all the Samurai out, I've got the Scythians out, I've got the Egyptians out, I I mean, I've been playing quite a bit, but you know, as you were saying earlier, whilst we're waiting for competition to get going again, and let's hope that's not too long, uh, it's Napoleonics from here till Christmas, I think. Try
0: and get that in the head. Oh, I, I think um, competitions is going to be beyond right? Easter next year. There's there's going to be nothing before that. I think it's almost if impossible. Lucky. To, if you're lucky, yeah. yeah, it's very very difficult to see how competitions work in in some of the venues and and some of the other stuff. My, um, my money is
2: campaign in Milton Keynes, maybe because it's so spread out. Maybe May. I, I, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, anything until
3: you I hope we can it. get to the world
6: next year in, in, in Greece in June.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe.
6: Let's not juice that one.
0: Yeah, that could be a long way away. That's,
6: that's completely dependent on the vaccine and identity of vaccine. I think the whole vaccine thing is complete gobbledygook and it's a lie. But, uh, no conspiracy theory.
0: <laughs> okay, so, because normally conspiracy theories around why there's no need for it, Dave. You've got your own conspiracy theory that... <laughs> That It's all going to be a scam as well, okay. Well, look, let's let's hope that we're um we're able to, to prove ourselves wrong by whenever we think May, June, July, end of next year, god knows when. Um, but it's it's going to be a while. Simon, why uh, don't
3: you run it through random.org and see what what month it comes up with us to when we can play competitions? <laughs>
0: yeah, that could be it, yes. Keyboard Warrior, there we go. Not the astronauts, oh, no, eight balls, yes, no, no. that would be the one. And and while we're talking about balls, I think that probably means it might be time for Andy's quiz. Yes, you thought we all lost that music and it had been buried to the French dustbin of industrial techno history. But no... um, the music's returned and Andy's quiz has returned and I can see from the seven smiling faces that, that people may be happy about at least one of those things or possibly at most one of those things. Um, so Andy, we, we don't have, um, have the joy of, of, of answers from a previous week, I don't think. Um, that would take
3: too long because it was 16, months, remember.
0: Yeah, there's was yeah. 16 and we're just not doing that at all. Um, no. But bang us away, fire us into whatever obscure <laughs> subject... <laughs> You've dredged out from, um, from whatever kitchen cupboard that you, you've got behind you on the Zoom call uh, well, well, for this well, week's well,
3: quiz. I delved into the dustbin of history and I came up with a topic called impressive privates. The following three it's, people...
0: He's straight back into form, straight back into form.
3: Thank you. The following three people who became army generals started their military career as private soldiers. Who were they? Number one, this person died at the age of 80 having been wounded 33 times during his military career. Three of these wounds were received at the Battle of Bagram in 1809, where he led an unauthorized attack, which was instrumental in winning the battle. After the battle, Napoleon said he deserved to be shot for disobeying orders and then made him a marshal. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Number two, this man was chief of the Imperial General Staff in the British Army in the First World War. And once removed a general from his command on the Western Front with the words Oris are for Your forome.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> St. James. <laughs> well, no, I didn't
3: know
0: he's general stuff.
3: This Irish man had risen to the rank of sergeant in the British Army, emigrated to the USA, rose from the rank of private soldier again to become a widely respected major general in the Confederate
0: Army, and was killed in the Battle of Franklin in 1864. Okay, well, three privates there, and um we will keep the um the answers to those private based questions secret from you until we return next week. oh well, wow. yes um. I wonder if um if the closure of nightclubs will will affect the royalties which um that French techno um song actually has been earning. Maybe it will impoverish the poor um, French techno. Um, look, I, I just it's just going nowhere. That one isn't it? We'll stop should, that
3: should, one. Should, I, th- I think we should devote <laughs> our royalties to d-
0: donate them to Ravi. Yes, quite possibly. Yes. Yes, if we ever, um, if anybody ever <laughs> clicks on any advertising that may or may not be associated with this podcast, we will pass them on to Ravi in, in some way, shape, or form. So, on that one, I think we've um, we've not done bad for the first one. We're we're nearly an hour and a half, hour and fifteen minutes, something like that, which is which is not a bad roundabout. Um, we've covered some painting, we've covered some gaming. We're we're going to try and mix up the format this this new season um, and um, and maybe bring back some of the features every now and then, but. I guess a normal roundup then is, is what are you planning on doing this week? So um, Andy, what's what's on your painting and gaming list for this week?
3: Uh, carrying on with the feudal English foot. I've more or less finished one unit. So I've only got four to go. And then I've got the Irish cones, and then that will be more or less it. So I reckon there's about three or four more weeks of work in there at the speed at which I paint. Okay. Any gaming planning this week? Or Yeah. And Dave, Ray and I, Still, we've got a a permanent fixture on a Wednesday now where we're doing ADLG. And what we've done now is we're choosing historical battles and choosing the armies which could have fought those battles and making army lists out of that. So, tomorrow we're doing Plataea. Uh, and I'm going to each battle has got a strategist. And what happened is one of us choose the battle, the other chooses the army they want to be. And so, I'm the Persians, uh, led by Mardonius, so I'll have a strategist and he's going to be the uh, Hoplite Greeks. And then he'll choose a battle for next week and you know, we'll decide which armies we're doing.
0: Interesting. So we made format. a list of a lot of classical ones. And so, you know, get well, the um, Maybe you know, maybe, um, maybe you can bring that list along next time and we could all chew over which one those sound like the most interesting. Maybe pick some of those up ourselves. That'd be intriguing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, unless, I, I unless, unless it's you my... you know, commercially confidential between the two of you in some sort of you know secret long-term public. <laughs> no, no, no. I right? have to
3: let him win. I have to let him win a, a, a few times. Always gets a bit oh, upset. Right. Oh, okay, but yeah. um,
0: I'll, I'll send. I'll send you my, my Persian list, and you can then all laugh at it. Interesting. Right, well, Peter, what about you and your gaming and painting week? Now we're we're back up to speed.
1: Um, back up to speed, it's uh, looking at Bavarians and looking at, do I need any more Austrians? I don't think I do, even though it is tempting. Um, How can you ever have too many
3: Austrians? This is something I don't understand.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's as Adam was saying, within the points, but we'll come to that when we um, come right back around on it. But um, I think basically I'm going to get some Bavarians. Either I'll cheat and get some stuff off um, Flea Bay and get some painted up, or I'm just going to buy some. I've
3: Yeah, of course
1: I'm going to buy got, some I've got a pack of about a
3: bad dozen if you want them. I can hoosh them over to you. They're no good to me. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to get some Bavarians.
0: Bavarians are coming. <laughs> but,
1: right. um, but as for games, um, I might try and uh, play my son, and uh, might see if some of you guys are up for a TT TT uh, for BE, and uh, have a play at that and have a look. Oh, um, but um, might even book a day off next week and uh, give Dave another go um, against uh, for BE. Thursday.
6: Sounds good.
0: Could be yeah,
1: I'll have a look at the old calendar.
0: Okay. And Mr Saunders, what about you? What's your next week of, of painting and gaming? To, Are you at the uh, club every every day? No,
6: no, no. no. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> saving money. Yep. <laughs> um, whilst we have sitting here, I've kind of painted up four bases of... Uh, Scythian Heavy Cavalry or finish them off, which is nice. Um, gonna get myself a Württemberg Division for the BE. A, B miniatures, six to a base, three line, three uh, one light and a general, maybe some cavalry. That's the next thing to have an ally for the French army. Uh, that's the next acquisition figures wise. That's basically Bavarians in green uniforms. Uh, well, no, aren't they Württemberg? Aren't they blue with teen hats? Uh, I think they've got the silly hats. I think they've still got the Rappenhelms.
3: I, might be, I might be wrong, but I thought they did. It's kind of a Baden division, but I think. Oh, the Baden's different, yeah.
0: Oh, no, we're, oh, into, in the po- we're into a Napoleonic <laughs> button discussion already. That just went so sure. quickly. You, you've
3: also got to make sure the shoelaces are the right
6: colour. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's oh, all about the lacing.
6: And the oh, club went downhill down, so, so quickly. Get the brick holes. Changing the subjects is Ravi needs Thank to... You. I'm going to try yeah. and play a couple of games of ADLG Ancient yep. on Monday, get into the club. I'm going to see how Ravi's getting on, because we're worried that Ravi's going to get closed down and might even disappear, which would be an absolute disaster for all of yeah, us. Yeah, that would be
0: a real problem for Central London, yeah. wouldn't it? If that, if that yeah, went I'm down. Have
6: a chat with Ravi tomorrow um, on Thursday and see how he's getting on. Yeah. Uh, see where we go with that. No, I'm, mm. going to, I'm going to play as much as I can while I've got the time on my hands. I'll probably yep. get some TTS in if there's any, anybody wants to get into that again. Uh, Chuck, Chuck, yeah? Yep. Maybe know, on so Sunday.
3: I'll be free on Sunday.
6: Yeah, okay. Um, I need to, uh, At some point we talk about this, I need to put some figures on eBay and raise some funds to uh, put back into... For, buying new figures I think <laughs> you to be buying a, some B, recycling make like like, war pay for <laughs> war I think it's a technical
3: term isn't
0: it yep yeah alright well Adam what about you have you got um, more entoyment trips or, or finishing off Romans or starting the Dacians Dacians
5: um, I've got a game of ADLG on Thursday and another game of B lined up next week so all good to look forward to and I'm hoping <laughs> in the next week to finish off painting the riders for my Roman Cavern Generals so that's another four bases of CAV and all the general bases done for um, most of the army done. So all I was going to say exciting, but if that is exciting, I do have quite a sad life. So all, <laughs> all
0: all good. Well, you know, look on the bright side. At some point, I'll I'll make a trip down to Bournemouth and um, and we can do like two solid days of of whatever it is that's um, dull. If if you can, well, if we can both persuade our better halves that that's an, an allowable idea. Um, so that's possibly creeping up on their eyes. That might even see Malifaux get back on table. Which would I be... think it
5: – because one thing I was going to suggest, if if we do have the time, do you know you said that you had um, – what's that naval, Napoleonic naval game, Black Seas? Yes, bought. yeah. Now, I bought um, Sails of Glory a couple of years ago because it was yeah. second-hand cheap and because
6: brings
0: mm,
5: yeah. glory. brilliant. And I also got Blood and Plunder or something, another yeah. naval but game. But the other one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the other one. Yeah, I've got, I've got that one. We could play all three of them and do some sort of like considered this one's the best type that's thing. That's true.
0: I think the only, only slight flaw in that is that there's probably several months of me painting and building the Black Fleece stuff because it doesn't oh, come do, pre built. Do, do you have to build them? Because it's like. You actually painting. have to build them, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, so yeah.
5: that that's the first part of the view of um yeah. of Glory and Blood and Plunder. You don't have to. Oh, that's a win
0: yeah as, as i'm starting to realize but but maybe we'll, we'll take it down to um to pirate town sometime and do a long weekend in in there that's a possibility or makes it always things. up for a journey to pirate town everybody's up for a journey to pirate town Yeah. No, i think um <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> tamsin have you got any um any, is clive in the hospital out of hospital this week <laughs> i always lose track it's uh... no he's out at
3: the moment he's waiting for them to call him back in to do a stent
0: all right okay
4: yeah, I haven't got any games, but I should 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 really try to get a couple in before we get locked down again mm. and before I move.
0: Oh right, okay. Are you um? You shifting? Yeah, I'm going to
4: be moving up to Derbyshire in sort of late November, early December. Okay,
0: excellent. Right, yeah.
4: why, why Derbyshire? Just I'm so um, curious. Um, well, partly because it's a nice area. Yeah, lovely. Also, also because I can buy. A I can buy a three bed house there for 100,000.
0: Yeah, yeah, that does make quite a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a lot more storage space for um, all that terrain as yeah. well. So that's fantastic yeah. stuff.
4: And the armies yeah. and so on. So, yeah, yeah.
0: no, wonderful stuff.
4: Uh, on the painting front, should finish the Romans tomorrow, finish painting tomorrow, get them varnished, and start the basing on Thursday
0: that's those um the 15 mil ones are they to match the the other ones for your yeah, infamy midget, midget infamy project
4: yeah and then after well, that, you have to hire two uh, removal uh, though one be, for your armies either be some terrain or i've got some cobblestone figures to add to the judge dread collection
0: okay fantastic so plenty of um plenty of variety there and then simon do you have anything um anything booked in gaming wise for the next week yeah, I'm uh,
2: going to the club on Thursday to give Jeff a game of rena- ADLG Renaissance. Oh, uh, It'll be interesting to see him uh, come kicking and screaming into ADLG. So, um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> no, that'll be, be
0: good.
2: It's not his favourite of rule sets, but um, yeah, he, has, he, has he has he played the Renaissance one yet? I don't think he has. Not yet. So I've um, we'll, we'll give him the first game. We'll see um, how much of a dummy spit he gives me. So, how is
0: <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> He he's just mind. exactly the same. Exactly the same.
2: Still got a he's job carrying can. body parts around the country? No,
0: what
6: he um, he, was, he retired a while ago. Oh, blimey. He's that old. I think he's doing but, some sort of data thing.
3: Some um, consultancy type thing, I think.
2: It was one okay. of those, you know, body park consultancy. things of time where there was an offer, blah, 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 he wanted, or he just, I don't know. It's Jeff, you yeah.
0: know. No, that's neat. Good. No, Well, I think I've got um, I've got a TTS game lined up against a guy in the states on Friday afternoon. Um, I think um, I'm I'm trying to arrange to go over to see Richard Case because I think he's not got out and done much gaming. Um, sometime, sometime next week. But I think definitely getting online on on tabletop simulator and doing some Battle Empire or or trying to get down the club at the same time as you guys to to have a look at how it all plays out as well is it because the the couple of games are it's just intriguing enough to do it and then um i've i've also painting wise i've got to crack on to to getting a bit more stuck into these these i can sort of see them getting close to finished arabs and and maybe if by next time i can have put a real big dent and got the horses pretty much based up that would be a, a big achievement by by sometime this time next week um now that I'm like Dave, also got a lot more free time on my hands, um, which is which is fantastic from the gaming and pointing um gaming point of view. Um so yeah, so I think it's we're almost feels like we're grinding back up into um into full speed, aren't we? In in terms of world of painting, world of gaming, and and I suspect whatever um level three, level two, level one, level four, if they invent that one, um on the um peri peri sauce scale um which i think was no that was the one from the first time wasn't it the nando scale
2: yeah
0: um all the different colors um did exactly match the nando oh, chili ones yeah five chili sauces um so whenever that comes back in we'll be back in on full effect but until then um thank you very much for listening um hope some of you um remember if if this is your first time oh my god um you've missed so much but you're probably grateful to have done that there is a whole series of twenty of these from from the earlier lockdown period, but we will be and back 20, with a more
4: including the special... So get the glue special. Oh, sorry,
0: twenty-two, including the glue and the paintbrush specials, two specials. Yeah. So We've... what
1: special should we do next?
0: Yes, that's that's maybe a tough subject for an entire week of what special should we do next? Flock. Oh
1: no, Either the flock not special. Dice. No, no. Flock, dice
0: maybe maybe that's a whole different subject but look thank you for um, thank you for taking part thank you for listening and we shall see you all in a week's time goodbye everybody
3: bye bye, bye.
0: Um, so this will be what have you played and then um and then i guess we'll probably round up by saying shall we talk about battle empire a Four. bit more next week is that sounds good i have a quiz we have a quiz sorry the quiz has got to come can in, we then. just do the theme tune yeah <laughs> <laughs>